0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.
1: It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray,
2: Today is June thirtieth, two thousand fifteen. Good morning, and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Good morning, Bill. How are you Good doing? Good
3: morning, Gary. Just great. All right.
2: All right. Now, Bill, have you checked out the Patriot Package on the Partners page at all? Yeah, I tell you, that's phenomenal. Yeah, the the Patriot Package is presented uh, by the founder William Richard, as well as William Walker and James Klug, the recipients of the Purple Heart, and all veterans. For the uh, for, from the Vietnam War actually. It was created to help educate the American people with our heritage. This is one-of-a-kind package and it contains many timeless documents that bring uh, history to life. Just be sure to check it out when you do have a chance. My co-host today is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, US Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV. Welcome Welcome,
3: Bill. How are you doing? Are do you doing okay? Great. I'm doing just great, and it's Good. always great when we're on the American Heroes Network. All right. Ooh. Now, again, are you
2: doing anything special for the 4th?
3: Well, I, I think I'm just going to take it easy and, uh, and smell the, uh, the barbecue uh, aroma in my neighborhood. Just smell it? <laughs> i go around door to door. Well, that's the first step, Gary. <laughs> right.
2: You know, if you missed last week's show, just be sure to listen to it on our iCop section of the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Last week, we interviewed Steve Tomlin, Chief Operating Officer for the USO Metro, Washington, Baltimore, which is the largest organization chartered by the USO. He actually oversees 11 locations and a deployable mobile USO that serves nearly 300,000 military members and their families living in the Washington, Baltimore region, and 150,000 who travel through the local airports every year, including in these locations are two of the largest USO centers in the world, the USO Warrior and Family Center at Fort Belvoir, and also the USO Warrior and Family Center at Bethesda. They offer some great programs and services to our military, but more importantly, remember, it's a home away from home. So don't forget about visiting the American Heroes Network Radio's archive library of radio shows. We have created a veterans resource that is actually making a difference through our weekly live shows. All our shows are archived on demand for easy access to resources and events anytime, anywhere, and on any device. Well, let's get to our guest. I know she's waiting. (laughs) The show is titled Military Families and Survivors First.
3: Bill, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? I uh, with Honor, Gary. Uh, this morning, we have with us Anita Dominguez. Uh, she is the founder and president of Military Families and Survivors First, overseeing all aspects of the organization. Big job. Anita retired in 2012 from Headquarters Installation Management Command Joint Base San Antonio, Texas. Gary, and as I looked at this, I think that this is a, a new creation of what was, and Anita can help us out, uh, Fort uh, Sam Houston, and as a result of the uh, base realignment and enclosure command, uh, I think this is what we ended up with, the joint base in San Antonio. Uh, she worked there as the uh, program manager for Casualty and Mortuary Affairs responsible for a budget in excess of $3. dollars in funds and oversight of 233 employees stateside and overseas. Anita managed and ensured proper utilization and expenditure of funds throughout 31 casualty assistance centers. Anita was responsible for the Army's Casualty Mission, and Instrumental in Supporting Survivors Outreach Services Program. Anita radiates excitement about her work with military families and survivors of fallen heroes. She says, serving our country for over 30 years in uniform and now assisting the men and women who serve the cause of freedom. Working with... Military families and survivors, first, is remarkable. Anita zeroes in on their needs so that they can move forward in life. Anita, welcome and thank you for your service to this great nation of ours and your continued service to the active duty military and veterans. Welcome Welcome, to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, Anita.
4: Thank you, thank you both very much. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me.
2: All right, now Anita, it seems that uh, you started uh, this program also back in 2012. Is that correct?
4: That is correct, Gary. Okay. What
2: What made you start something like this? What What was that? You know, what pulled you over the line to to help these veterans?
4: Well, again, like Mr. Forbes stated. Um I was very much involved with the Army Survivors Outreach Services at Joint Base San Antonio. And um, you know, I found it in my DNA to to go out and do something and give back to the community after my retirement. Um Joint Base San Antonio has one of the um awesome it awesome uh, Survivors Outreach Services Program, and they were also very instrumental in helping me um, establish something for survivors.
2: All right. All right. That was the first time I've ever heard that. It was in my DNA. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I've got to remember that. Now, what's the mission for the uh, military families and survivors? I know everyone has that mission, and, and maybe you can tell us about it.
4: Well, our mission is to provide uh, financial resources and referrals to survivors of fallen service members, uh, wounded heroes and their families, uh, with the primary goal of mitigating certain financial or just challenges that they uh, may encounter, which impacts on their resiliency in pursuing a productive and fulfilling life, because we know that these families will never be back to normal.
2: That's true. Very, very true. That's. But uh, you know, after talking to you, uh, uh, I started talking to you a couple days ago, and and uh, you know, your organization is very, very unique, and and that's what we're going to bring out today. Okay.
4: That's so. correct, um, Gary. Um if I may jump into uh, talking about some of our goals and our focus uh, with oh, military, sure. okay, with military families and survivors first. Um, our our goal and our focus is to provide assistance to the survivors of our fallen heroes. Uh, what we do is we establish a supportive relationship with survivors and families uh, that serves as a foundation. By which they can remain connected to to us for as long as they desire, see, when it comes to adapting to a soldier's death, it embarks a person, a survivor, on an ongoing process that evolves and changes over the survivor's life. And I can give you an example. Um, as the grieve, as the grief process continues over time, you know, survivors are not only engaged in managing their grief and adjusting to their loss, um, and 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 all associated life changes, but they are also integrating the loss of their loved one into the everyday life activities. So, what we do is we try to increase awareness to um, to resources. And um, it's so that we can reduce the the survivor's frustration and make things easier in providing information and answers. So kind of like, in other words, we bridge the gap and provide resources that help smooth uh, life transition after the death of a soldier or their loved one.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, um, you know, you... you you have a lot I know you have a lot of stories, and maybe maybe we'll get to one uh you know maybe ha- before when we come back from halfway through the hour here sure. but uh, you know you do you do something uh, um, you know unique um, and uh, you also provide uh you know if you can't find a service you if if that individual can't find a service that will help you'll help them uh, no matter what state they're in correct
4: that is correct, and we don't turn away um anyone we um we focus on on the mission and we focus on assisting that survivor veteran wounded warrior or family member um you know with with assistance
2: right all right now i'll tell you what we're going to go ahead and uh, take a break okay see how fast that goes anita (laughs) 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 all right today's show show brought to you by first class merchant services also check out our sponsor advertising page to see the businesses that support our veteran communities just be sure to support them back you're listening to the american heroes network radio powered by voice america on the variety channel and we'll be right
0: back Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at
5: VoiceAmericaTRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at network.com and syndicated on iTunes.
1: Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time, the number 1 internet talk station where your opinion counts. Voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program.: Welcome
2: back. We're here with our guest, Anita, founder and president for military Families and survivors First. And Bill, you you, had, uh, you were going to make a comment on that before break.
3: Yes, uh, Gary, and uh, you know, as I look over uh, Anita's uh, uh, background and the things that she's done, uh, as you announced early in the program, uh, I am the uh, former Deputy Secretary of Veterans Affairs for the State of Maryland. And during my time in 2007-2010, uh, you know, there were numerous situations that came up uh, where we had uh, 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 men and women who were serving from Maryland. Who uh became casualties and were killed in action and uh, you know so it's it's a lot of stuff to do and a short time to do it in uh with dealing with that and 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 I think uh, uh Anita might uh, recognize that you know you're dealing with families and you have to work with them, and it's so much to be done. Uh, And having a program that she runs now, that her background from that particular uh, 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 experience makes it uh, her so well qualified for what she's doing. I'd like uh, if you had any contact with any of the families, I mean directly, in helping them getting through this process of losing a family member to being killed in action
4: yes, um, it's it's a very difficult, it's a very hard job. Um, your Your heart goes out to these families. Um, I was involved with numerous, numerous uh, burials um, and also with the uh, military funeral honors um, it's 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 a very touching situation, very hard. Uh, there's no words to describe how one feels. When you see a mom or a dad uh, grieving for their loved one, um, it was it was very difficult for me. But I enjoyed every minute of it, and um, I wouldn't change anything.
3: And I would imagine as much information as you were able to empower those uh, those families with, which gets into. Uh, uh, the resilience and, and them being able to continue. You know, I, I, I can recall in Maryland and I imagine to some degree in Texas because as being the Deputy Secretary in, 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 in Maryland, I worked with a lot of the uh, secretaries and directors of Veterans Affairs around uh, the, the country. And I, in, in Texas where you are, I think it's the uh, uh, Texas Veterans Commission and the uh, director at that point uh, was a person that was very, very much involved. But, but the, the benefits and the kinds of things, that are available to them that they may not know about, but your knowledge, and you're dealing with this on a a continuous basis, and even now that you're able to sort of shepherd them through this process, which keeps that resilience going.
4: Right. And, And that's basically what we try to do. We try to champion these families and veterans and survivors.
2: Oh, that's true. That's very, very true. You know, some of the stories you've told me, uh, you know, when we talked, uh, uh, when we first started talking were phenomenal. And like I said before, maybe, um, you know, um, maybe we can have time for a, a short story if, if you're up to it. Okay? Sure. Okay. Now, I, I know that, well, first of all, why don't you, why don't you share your, your web address so people can go to your website?
4: Sure. Um, our website is... Um www.militaryfamiliesandsurvivorsfirst.org
2: All right. All right. Now, uh, how can our how can uh, uh, our listeners help? I mean, is there is there some place that they can go on the website and and read about uh, helping in one way or another or even volunteering?
4: Oh, um absolutely. Um there's uh there's a button there's on one of the uh the screens that you can go to and you can either donate or you can fill out a form and volunteer and join our cause. Because Gary, as you know, fine for a nonprofit organization financial support is extremely important. You know, it's yes. extremely important to us because we rely on donations um, to provide the services in the community to families and survivors of our you know, fallen heroes, um, our organization's ability to continue to operate is due in large part to the generous support of individual donors and uh, businesses and corporations who believe in our mission.
2: Oh, yes, definitely, definitely. You know, uh, there's a lot of other things that you do uh, as far as, uh, you know, with your organization. Can you name a few? Give us some ideas. Um,
4: sure. Um, well, although our focus is on survivors, we also assist wounded hearers and their families and veterans in, in time of need. They reach out to us. For example, we provide referrals to um, to the survivors, uh, the veterans, the families, uh, to obtain professional grief counseling. Um, we provide information and referral services to other non-governmental Organizations, which we call the NGOs. Uh, We assess um, uh, family, um, individual, and family requirements, and we also follow up. Uh, We also provide administrative support. Uh, We conduct events that provide survivors some respite from grieving. Uh, We offer financial education and community outreach activities. Now, follow-up is very important from the staff's perspective because um, we assess and review along with the survivor to see if the referrals provided are, uh, were helpful or are helpful and, and that it, it met their needs. And if not, then we, we need to look for other avenues to assist um, these families. And then at the very end, we reassess survivors' needs and circumstances because needs and issues will will change over time so this is an ongoing process you know
2: oh definitely Definitely. I mean, again, uh, being able to uh, uh, you know, find that resource, uh, even though you don't handle it, you'll find it for an individual that needs it. Uh, so that's very, very unique, and, and especially if it's in another state or the, or the uh, request is coming from another state.
4: That is correct, Gary.
2: All right. Now I'll tell you what we're getting. Uh, you have that. You have time to tell us a little bit of a uh, story before we go on break. We have probably
4: well, well sure, um, four or five minutes yet. <laughs> okay. Um, we had a surviving mother um, whose son was killed in Iraq uh, under the commanding control of the Canadian Army. Um, shortly after the death of her son, the Canadian government. Um, conducted a memorial in Washington, D.C. I believe um, there were several Americans, as a matter of fact, there were several Americans and Canadians that were killed. It was a joint task force mission. And so so this surviving mother um, did not have the funds available uh, to make this trip to D.C. where her son was going to be honored. And it meant so much for her to be there. And You know, and I can see where it meant so much. Um, She shared some stories of her son. We were on the phone for about an hour, and it was just so touching uh, to hear the moving stories she told me about her son and and just allowing her to tell me her story and and lending an ear made all the difference in the world to this survivor. So we were able to... um, um, Help her financially to get to washington d c and spend some time there and and visit some of the monuments and and be at the memorial service of her son and so you know when she came back um, uh, this this surviving young surviving mother was from um, Omaha nebraska um she was very grateful and and uh, she couldn't just. Uh, uh, she was full of gratitude, you know, for our organization to, to help her financially get to Washington D.C. This meant a lot to her. And, and I have a, a lot of stories because we, we help numerous. We have a number of families that, that we help. But, uh, that was very special to me because, you know, she made me feel like I helped her not only financially, but emotionally. I was there for her. And sometimes, Gary, this is what families need, is just a lending ear for someone to be there and listen to them. And that, you know, I must add, this is one of the awesome things um, at Joint Base San Antonio, the Army Survivors Outreach Services Program there. Those folks have a huge heart, and they listen to our survivors, so... Um, a big thank you to to that organization at Joint Base San Antonio. Wow,
2: you know, and just a reminder to, to everyone: uh, very, very soon, you're going to be opening up a testimonial uh, section on your website. Correct?
4: Oh yes, absolutely. I have um, some in line already. I just need to tweak some of uh, the testimonies and you know get permission from from certain individuals. Um, so that we can post uh, this, so so people can see what what uh, great job we're doing.
2: Definitely, definitely. Again, that it's just a unique organization you have there, Anita. And you know, we want to get word out about it. You know, it's just like um, if somebody needed a resource, uh, you know, they could page through every website out there and And just you know try to absorb all this information, or they can sit down and listen to the to the show with Anita on it and learn all about their organization and what you do um, that makes a big difference to uh you know the individual looking for that resource so now, as far as, uh, uh, this, you know, the families and survivors first, you know, what else do you do uh, that we were talking about earlier? Uh, tell me about, you know, we did mention about referrals. Um, maybe we can, you know, ask a little bit more about the referral itself. Uh, I mean, how, do you, how does this come about uh, when you don't have the resource? What happens, I mean, in, in your system? Do, do you call? Do you have a department that calls and trying to find that resource for that individual?
4: Um, yes, Gary. So what happens is, if um, if a family, um, depending on their requirements and their needs, if a family reaches out to my organization, uh, to military families and survivors first, and they're looking for, let's say, mental health support. Um, we have, um, our organization has a list of counselors, uh, psychiatrists, uh, doctors and, you know, readily available to, you know, commit to seeing, uh, these families, you know, um, so what we do is I pick up the phone and, for example, I'll pick up the phone and I'll call a psychiatrist or a psychologist, uh, and I'll, um... Uh, you know connect them to the family and uh-huh. and then of course we get billed for for the services and and that's the way we work it and uh, you know what what's going on with the VA is is one thing and you know there's so many uh, factors that come into play when trying to get um counseling some of the appointments, and this is where, what I'm hearing from from the families. Their appointments are like, you know, every three months, and and you know, when you're grieving and you're you're trying to get past a certain point in your life, because you know it's very difficult for them once you lose a loved one to move forward. You know, you need consecutive um, uh, sessions. And not that's... three months apart or four months apart, as some of these government organizations offer, you know. That's... So we come into the picture, and we offer them three sessions per week for, let's say, 20 sessions, you know, for however long it takes. That's and, great. Uh, and we've seen, you know, positive changes, Gary, in, in doing this, and, and that's uh, a lot of um, gratifying um, situations that that uh, that we have handled.
2: Yeah, great. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television?
5: Let us surprise you.
2: Visit voiceamerica.tv
5: today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at SponsorInfo at
1: If you want to find out more about us, or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program.
2: Welcome back. We're here with our guest Anita, founder and president for Military Families and Survivors First. And, uh, uh, Bill, you had, you had a question uh, during break, and you wanted to mention it.
3: Well, I'll comment on a question. Uh, Anita, you know, my experience uh, has led me to the point that in the veterans community and and, and, and to a great extent in the active military community, the uh, one of the voids, and I consider probably the most important void, is information, knowing how to navigate the system to help and to get where you need to go. You know, uh, in in recent times, with our servicemen and women uh, serving in Iraq and Afghanistan, uh, the great uh, number of these individuals are coming to us and serving from the uh, National Guard and the Reserves. And these are people prior to coming on active duty who are living. You know, very uh, productive lives with raising their families, sending their kids to school. But when you have these tragedies of war, where someone loses their life and the children primarily are impacted with that loss. I mean the leader if you will in the family and that's a that's an impact that goes on for a long time. Can you tell us uh, uh, about some of the experience that you've had in working with these families with their kids and also maybe some of the organizations that are partnering with you to help you in, the, in your Effort uh, as you assist families.
4: Um, sure, we. Um, it, this is a very sad situation um, with with the children. Uh, your heart goes out um, to many of these, these children that these children that we see um, uh, losing uh, their fathers and, and their mothers. Um, we we do have some families now that we provide. Some uh, Some counseling too uh, they're not in the local community, and it's very difficult for them to move on, no matter how much counseling they get. Uh, they seem to close up and not want to open and and share their feelings uh, about you know what they're experiencing in their lives uh, it's much harder with a child than it is with a surviving spouse or a surviving mother or a surviving father uh, a child is a very very difficult um situation uh we reach out to um other organizations to assist us uh with um with counseling uh support groups in the local community here um and we try our very best to monitor these families so that um we see some type of progress but believe it or not sometimes it takes years before you see a slight progress with these young children you know um so like i said it's it's very difficult they they will never um i can't say they will never be normal but their sense of normalcy you know is is hard to uh it's hard to get there. It, it's a goal that is is hard to reach, you know. So we need to keep working on on these children.
3: Well, absolutely, Anita, and I, I, I'm sure you are aware of situations where where uh, in in the service to our country. Uh, there are times where the mother and father who may have been in the uh, National Guard or the Reserves are way at the same time leaving their, their young kids Seven, eight, nine, some younger, with uh, you know close members of the family or extended members of the family, and uh, leaving uh, the the youngsters back feeling that well, when mom and dad is leaving like this, are they really coming back? Some of them may have some certain kinds of conditions, whether it be uh, you know a, a physical kind of illness or even uh mental development in their in, in their early ages and that this absence and even the loss and how that impacts upon upon those kids.
4: You are very right. That is uh one of the areas that you know uh is, is hard to to embrace um, because what do you do when you have both the mother and the father abroad and you leave your children behind? Um, you can only hope for the best and um and 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 that when they are here at stateside these children uh know that their fathers and, and mothers are you know, um doing the right thing and fighting for our freedom, but it's hard for them to understand at a very early age is what I'm trying to get at is that that's where I would like to educate that's one of our goals as well is to educate the community that um, these children need our help, they need our resources, they need to know where to turn to when they need help, and that they are not just left alone because their mom and dads are fighting the
3: war. Well, you're absolutely correct, and, I, and I'm hoping that you're seeing some degree of success that, as you've described this, that the needs are that other organizations in your community or around the country, as you go beyond the local community, will gravitate to your organization and partner up and to, uh, to assist with the help and assistance that's needed that's right
2: that's right now Anita I, I know you know volunteers are important now you're talking about uh, you know making the community aware of what's going on um, is where you're located in Texas is that the communities you work with or do you already have volunteers in other states representing you uh, uh, that work with uh, their local communities
4: um, that's a great question, Gary. We we are located in in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, as a matter of fact, we're we're about um, I'm about four miles from Joint Base San Antonio. Um, we have about fifty volunteers in in our um, nonprofit organization. We're all, of course, volunteers. We don't we don't get paid, and we we reach out to other organizations. Um, when we require assistance uh, from from uh, let's say other states, so we work very closely with other organizations um, throughout the United States.
2: Oh, that's great, that's great. And again, um, they can find all that information out. No matter what state you live in, they can uh, go to your website and uh, uh, request a, a volunteer form. Is that correct?
4: That is correct, Gary. It's right on the website.
2: All right, so that's not asking for much.
3: <laughs> but Jerry, again. I'm 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 interested uh, if uh, Anita can provide this information. The the established veteran service organizations such as the American Legion, and the VFW. Uh, in the uh, military or the purple heart uh, do you do you get help and assistance? Are they supportive uh, uh, to you in uh, in uh, in uh, in the area there locally
4: Oh absolutely. We have um, several um, agencies that um, we have reached out to and and they have come through when it comes to uh, helping our survivors and our military families um We have uh, the Housing and Community Services um, is very helpful, Um, Legal Assistance, um, the Texas Veterans Commission, they've always been there for us, Uh, the Vet Centers, uh, Veterans Affairs, um, Catholic Charities, uh, the Archdiocese of San Antonio. Um, So all these agencies that we reach out to, Um, help us, and if if they cannot help us for whatever mission or requirement we impose on them, they always uh, point me to the right direction to where I can get an answer um, to meet um, uh, the survivor's uh, needs.
3: Well, that's great that they're assisting you, and and I'm sure that they're very helpful to you in putting the word out there as uh, how you help in, in this situation also.
4: That's correct. Mm -hmm. All right.
3: Now, again,
2: uh, what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and and, uh, take a break. Okay. Uh, Do you own a business? Would you be interested in saving money on your merchant account? Then check out our sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. By the way, they are national. Give Josh a call right now. That's Josh Cole at First Class Merchant Services. Call 407-407 four zero one zero seven seven two. That's four zero seven four zero one zero seven seven two. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America and the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back.
1: Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, Please send an email to American Heroes Network at Gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at Gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest Anita, founder and
2: president for Military Families and Survivors First. Bill, what do you think of the organization so far?
3: It's outstanding. It's a. It's a very useful grassroots organization, and uh, not just grassroots, because, as Anita has told us, they, they they go beyond the local area where they are to get assistance when it's necessary, so it, uh, it's, it, and it's really what's needed in, in our in our communities. Oh, definitely, it
2: sure is. And Anita, why don't you give us uh, your URL again, your website address?
4: Yes, it's um, www.militaryfamiliesandsurvivorsfirst.org.
2: All right. Now, I noticed also that your board of directors, uh, is it all women?
4: Yes, it is.
2: That's, that's great. That's great. That's, that's fantastic. And I read some of the uh, uh, little, little uh, small bios that you had on them, and, and uh, very, very interesting. In fact, uh, I noticed that a couple of them were uh, also uh, uh, vets. Uh,
4: yes. As a matter of fact, um, my treasurer, uh, Madeline Millet, is um, she is retired military, and uh, and of course I'm retired military. And then there's Lori, the executive director. Um, her husband uh, is uh, also a military. And then uh, Linda Flores, uh, the secretary, uh, she has, um, I believe, two. Uh, of her family members, um, her daughter and her son-in-law, uh, who are also military. So we are all military-affiliated, and, and uh, that's why this organization is very uh, near and dear to our hearts. All
2: right. You know, I still can't get over it. I need 33 years. That's, that's a long time in, in the service.
4: <laughs> yes, I did uh, 33 years of military service and uh, 38 years combined federal service. Yes.
2: Wow. Unbelievable. And and what was the as far as your uh, uh you said secretary that also was in the service. How many years did she have?
4: And, and no, um uh, the treasurer oh
2: the treasurer, I'm sorry. Yes, uh,
4: Madeline Millet, she spent um over twenty years in 20 years. Uh, in the military.
3: Yeah.
2: All right. So so well, Gary,
3: uh uh just looking at Anita's service uh uh in those in those times, she's she's uh been around a bit i mean i looked at some of the locations where she served i uh had been there also uh such as fort mcclellan alabama i was in the uh military police corps although i started out initially at fort gordon georgia and they moved it over at fort mcclellan and uh uh you know i believe uh fort Belvoir, virginia i i think i saw and uh and we can't leave out gary uh uh that great organization that's there in San Antonio uh U S W A
4: all right correct U S W A is right here the <laughs> <mothership>. Fredericksburg Road <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right all right. Are they a sponsor <laughs>
4: yes <laughs>
2: all right you can't, uh, that's good that's good all right now again uh, I remember uh, when we first talked, uh, you were talking about this—the Ar- Army 10 Miler. Uh, they had—they had this last year. You also attended, and you're going to be attending it this year, also. Correct?
4: That's correct, Gary. All right. Um, It's—it's it, an awesome, um, a fun uh, run. I, I call it a fun run uh, because that's what it's all about—having fun and but uh, last year i believe um, there was about 35 uh runners um, this year i venture to say they'll have uh, the, the same amount um, and the way we we supported the army 10 mile last year as a non-profit is we were able to um, set up a tent um, we paid for for uh setting up a tent and, uh, we had, um, you know, bananas. We had fruit and water and, and things that after the run, uh, the runners could come by and, um, and, and pick up, you know, a goodie bag or if you want to call it. And, uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we had a few survivors running last year. Um, this year we're hoping to get, uh, twice as many survivors to run. Uh, in support of their of, of their loved one.
2: You know, I didn't believe that last year they had 35,000. Can you imagine crossing a street and all of a sudden look down the street and see 35,000 people running after you? <laughs> 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 it's <laughs> that's
4: huge. A, it's, that's it's phenomenal. a lot of people. It's, it's just so huge. Um, there at the parking lot at the Pentagon, There's there's tents and tents and tents and, you know, millions of tents. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. And again, this year it's, it's going to be in October. Also, uh, is that correct, yes. Anita? Okay, mm-hmm. so definitely keep uh, keep coming back and, and uh, checking it out because you'll have information on it as it approach as the date approaches. Correct?
4: That's correct. Mm-hmm.
2: All right, all right. Now you have an event uh, that's going to be coming up very very soon. Why don't you tell us about that?
4: Oh yes, um, on the eighteenth of July, um, we're going to have our first annual casino night fundraiser. And I'm so excited because um, this is where, I mean, not only the logistics part where, you know, you have all these, the, the entire community comes together to support uh, military families and survivors first, but it's a time to, to bring in survivors and um, military families and veterans um, to attend, connect, and socialize. That's basically what, what's going to happen, and in the, in, it's it's a wonderful event. We're we're looking forward to to it, and um, you can find more information about our event at uh, on our website. If you would like to attend, please come by. You know, we're gonna have a silent auction. We're gonna have food. We're gonna have casino night. We're just gonna have. It's just gonna be awesome.
2: Where is it going to be held? Uh, at your at your location or yes, did, is it's it... going
4: to be held here at this location where I'm at right now, which is um it's an event center and it's uh thirty nine fifteen San Pedro Avenue in San Antonio, Texas.
2: Uh do they would they have to get I know you're gonna have all this information on the site soon. But uh, would they have to purchase tickets in advance, or? Uh,
4: um, we have tickets to purchase in advance, or they can pay at the door as they come in. All right, all right.
2: And again, uh, you're you're hoping that uh, throughout the year you're going to keep these events going, well, especially you know with these. Uh, it's already scorching out there, no matter where you are. <laughs> I can imagine what uh, July and August is going to be like.
4: Oh, especially here in San Antonio. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we're going to continue our events. We have some more events that we're planning, like a, a red, white, and blue uh, affair. Uh, that will come late, later this year. And then next year we have some uh, fun runs with high school ROTC in conjunction with some ROTC departments.
3: Yes. All right. Now, Bill? Well, uh, Gary and Anita, uh, you know, I, I just think that your organization is doing a uh, very uh, remarkable job, one that's uh, most needed uh, in your community and 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 beyond. Uh, thanks again for your service to this country and to our veterans and their families. Because you have uh, talked about the uh, the impact upon families when a loved one is lost as a result of their service to the to, to the country, so um, we uh, wish you uh, great success, uh, continued, and uh, probably uh, sometime in the uh, immediate future you would be willing to come back and share some other success stories uh, that the military families and survivors first are, are experiencing. Thanks again for being with us.
4: Thank you for having me.
3: Now, Bill, you you live up
2: uh, in that area. I mean, would you be maybe attending that run? I'm not saying that you're going to run, but maybe even to meet Anita. <laughs> well, you never know. I heard that you're pretty good now. You're you're running uh, you're running ten miles a day, and your wife said your wife said that give me a call in five days.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm going to. Uh, I've made a note of uh, July 18th, and uh, I'm going to be looking for more specifics. I'll be going back to the website. And uh, certainly, um, you know, uh, most places around here in the area, I'm in Maryland, and I think this is probably going to be in the District of Columbia, uh, and I'll I'll definitely follow up on it.
2: All right. Sounds good. Now, again, we only have a couple minutes left. Anita, it was a real pleasure having you on the show today, and you have an outstanding organization.
4: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
2: All right. Now, Anita, what would you like to share with our listeners in closing?
4: Um Well, I'd like to say that as a community uh we have to come together and make a commitment um whereby our survivors are to be reassured that they remain part of the community and that they can be that they can reach out to military families and survivors first uh any time in their life and receive assistance um.
2: Well, that's fantastic. Again, you know, um, I, I think your organization is very unique, and and uh, um, you know, we'll stick. We'll, anything, anytime, something new comes up uh, on your end, and and you need to be promoted, uh, just let us know, and and we'll help you out on that end. Okay.
4: Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It was uh, sure. truly a, p- a pleasure.
3: All right, Bill. Uh, thanks again, Anita, and. Uh, San Antonio is a great place. I've been there a few times and uh uh you guys do it right in San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thank yep. you
4: feeling good. <laughs>
2: If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on AmericanHeroesNetworkRadio.com. And yes, you can hear all the archived shows right from your phone. And remember, the American Heroes Network Radio spotlights and promotes the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime anywhere and on any device i am your host gary ray signing off and thanks for listening to the american heroes network radio powered by voice america and the variety channel and we'll see you next week and have a safe fourth of july
1: thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of american heroes network Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly
3: do believe You're the backbone of our nation Thanks to you, we're living free We're a quilt of many colors
1: And we breathe red, white, and blue We're America, you're